0: hey you guys welcome to the football goonies fantasy football podcast on today's show we're going to be discussing the 2023 preview for the prestige dynasty worldwide Wide Wide. i'm your host jason sepulch the football goonie himself i'd like to welcome you into the show uh if you haven't listened to us before thank you for joining us and to all our returning listeners Thank you for continuing not to hate my show. So, on today's show, we're going to give a little breakdown of the teams in the league. Uh, first and foremost, we'll get a couple things out of the way. Congrats to uh, our first year, or, or last year winner, and first year member of the league last year, uh, Matt Howell, on winning the championship. Uh, apparently, even Clay's friends are way better at fantasy football than him. And I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Ryan, who joined the league, uh, giving us our 10th member. Uh, we know we've had a little bit of a turnover in this league the last couple of years, but luckily we've been able to uh, replace it with great owners. And although not always the most savvy, I know that Ryan will be a very involved uh, individual in this league for many years to come so uh i'd like to personally thank him for joining the league and helping us out uh i am not going to thank him for some of the atrocious moves he made uh pre-draft though with this trading not really understanding dynasty value but uh we got him squared away so i don't think anyone's going to be pulling the wool over his eyes any more times in the near future hopefully uh unless it's me of course uh so anyways let's get into the breakdowns of each team i'll tell you uh what their uh, their layout is, strengths, weaknesses, and how bad I think these guys are going to be. So, without further ado, let's start with the worst of the worst. Uh, this is obviously going to be Ryan's team, the Rimac 24s. At quarterback, the gentleman has Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Will Levis, Hendon Hooker, and then a couple of people that don't matter anymore. Uh, At running back, anyone of note are Jameer Gibbs, Kenneth Walker, David Montgomery, Rashad Penny, Samaj P. Ryan, and Jalen Warren. Everyone else doesn't really matter. At wide receiver, we got Mike Williams, Sky Moore, Josh Downs, Brandon Cooks, Rondell Moore, Robert Woods, Zay Jones, um, (laughs) and somehow Adam Thielen, Khalil Shakir, and looking through... Mike Thomas, which I'm assuming is not Michael Thomas, uh, and pretty much no one else that really matters. At tight end, Darren Waller, Tyler Conklin, and then a couple of picks, none of which are an extensive amount of firsts, uh, which he could desperately use. So at um, definite look, we are obviously looking at bottom of the barrel, uh, tanking probably for a top two or three pick next year, hoping to get a quarterback and lacking uh he has surprisingly more strength at running back than receiver which is not what you want in a rebuild so uh i mean this team's just trash let's face it he's going to be selling every asset possible over the course of the season until our trade deadline and hopefully he gets good returns on it and not uh just completely screwed next up and there's no particular order here um to this uh, to this list, I'm just kind of running through what I see, and going through the ranks, and we'll just uh go from there. Anyways, uh, next up we got G A Dogs Faux Life. Um, so a couple of good players at quarterback. You got Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith, and then a couple of nobodies at running back. You got Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, Derrick Henry, James Connor. Jeff Wilson and no one else of importance at receiver. You got Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, uh, Xavier Hutchinson, McCall Hardman, um, and then no one else that really matters. And at tight end, we have David Njoku, Dalton Schultz, Jake Ferguson, Logan Thomas, Mo Ali Cox, and a bunch of who cares uh after that he's a little thin at picks until 2026 when he hasn't had a chance to really trade anything away yet uh, i'll tell you right now this is definitely a win now team in the next year or two uh, aaron Rodgers will be gone Geno smith might be gone austin eckler is going to probably be gone miles sanders will be relatively worthless derrick henry will be gone james Conner will be gone Cooper Cup will probably be worthless, DeAndre Hopkins probably worthless, Keenan Allen probably worthless, Uh, Michael Thomas definitely worthless, and so on and so on. Basically there are very few young young uh, assets on this team aside from Jalen Hurts and pretty much him and Njoku, maybe Schultz and Ferguson. Uh, and Gino could probably it can potentially carry over a little longer. So this is definitely a contender mode team uh, Right now for me with the the age of the assets, although they could win now uh, assuming there aren't many uh, injuries then uh, This is definitely the window if I was him. I would probably sell as many mid to low picks over the next couple of years uh, but retain his basically 2026 picks because he is definitely going to be rebuilding then, if not sooner. Uh, Probably my ninth ranked team now that I think about it, although he definitely has the potential for a push if he gets a couple other pieces. Uh, And let me make a little note, I apologize for the hard P's on this podcast, but my mic broke in storage and I no longer have the guard to protect it, uh, which is just great radio, but... Or podcasting, but here we are. Coming in next, we have Joyless Chris, Team of Controversy. Um, So, yesterday I would say Joyless Chris was much stronger considering he found out a way to carry seven quarterbacks. But that was resolved, and of course, as many of you know now, I currently own the quarterback that he tried to pick up and did not drop. Uh, He just... Didn't want to let go of any of his people because he figured they are all more likely to start or contribute this year, it'd be my guess, and eventually bit him in the butt. Sorry about that, Chris. Uh, we can all blame Clay, though. This is obviously his fault for not policing the league and creating positional limits like quarterback limits, which is just blasphemy and tyranny. Anyways, at quarterback, uh, he sold his uh, future a little bit to get Anthony Richardson this year. Uh, to pair with Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, Ryan Tannehill, and then Bailey Zap-Zap, and T- Taylor Heneke. Uh Those last two don't really matter except for the fact that they might actually start games this season. So you do have to mention them. At running back, it's a bunch of relatively unproven to go with a couple of has-beens. Uh, we got Kendre Miller, Roshan Johnson, Tank Bigsby, Cam Akers, Rashad White, Ezekiel Elliott, Cordero Patterson, Sean Tucker, uh, Gus Edwards, and no one else that matters. At receiver, we got Drake London, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaren, George Pickens, Jonathan Mingo, Rashad Bateman, Kadarius Toney, John Mechie, Darnell Mooney, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and no one else that matters. And at tight end, Dallas Goddard, Sam Laporta, Austin Hooper, and pretty much no one else that matters, and then a slew of uh, picks, including two firsts in 25. Um, So this is definitely a not-win-now team. In order for it to be a win-now team, you'd have to have too much of a stride from Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, a resurgence of Ryan Tannehill, and better-than-expected play from Anthony Richardson as a rookie. Uh, you'd have to hit on both Cam Akers and Rashad White, which I don't have hope for both, let alone either one of them. Uh, but I do like some of the youth on the team with Keandre, uh, Roshan, Tank. Uh, definitely three guys that I think can contribute some this year, but in the future will be a lot more important. I'm actually pretty high on Tank Bigsby if he wants to sell him to me. Uh, receiver, it's a little bit of this and that. Got some youth. With Mingo, London, and Pickens, although Pickens is a little too hyped. Got some uh, injury people with Bateman and Tony and Mechie. And then uh, some good tried and trues with Chris Godwin and Terry McLaren, although there are question marks about how their offenses will operate. And then Dallas Goddard, Sam Laporta, a uh, big fan of Laporta. I actually wish I could have gotten him myself, but I didn't have a pick nearly close to the range to get Laporta. So um, I think this is definitely a team that's looking to uh, rebuild this year and probably next year and then look to really strike in 26. Uh, Quarterback, it's mostly youth. He does need to bolster with another uh, person basically to replace the bottom uh, three on his team. Um, And then definitely what I would probably look to do is move on from Akers and Rashad White before they prove what they are I mean granted they could prove they're great and you can get more for it but I'm not the kind of person willing to take that uh, move so if it was me on this team I'd be looking to sell a little bit of assets and uh, just build through drafting pretty much or get young too uh, maybe you can hope on getting a pick for Zeke Elliott to the Roshan owner or maybe a young receiver for him uh, that hasn't proven himself who knows uh, overall, this is my eighth team. There is some uh, potential here, but it's definitely a uh, not things have to work out for certain players as much as he has to continue drafting uh, and he has to make some correct choices in the future. Uh, next up, we got Mahomeboy and Rat- Ratatouille. I don't. I don't get the ratat. Uh, might be to I don't know. I don't get the ratatooty part, but I get the Mahomes boy because this is Chris's team with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, paired up with Bryce Young, Desmond Ritter, Baker Mayfield, and nobody else that really matters. Although Jacoby Brissett uh, could matter a little bit this season. Uh, running back, we got Travis Etienne, Zach Charbonnet, Devin Singletary, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, Tyler Algier, and who cares. At receiver, we got James Williams, Marquise Brown, Quinton Johnson, Calvin Ridley, Jalen Hyatt, Gabe Davis, Tyler Scott, Curtis Samuel, and wow, he's got chosen. And a the most useless uh, uh, grouping of receivers passed. Like people make fun of me for my tight ends, but most of them are still unproven and easily dropped. But I'm looking at, uh, let's see this. We're going to go through the whole list for the first time ever on a team. Chosen Anderson, Corey Davis, Marquez Calloway, Nelson Aguilar, Devin Duvernay, Kelly, Kenny Galladay, D. Eskridge, Julio Jones, Mac Collins, Devon Vian Wicks, uh, Green Bay receiver I believe, Justin Shorter, Trent Sherfield, Alameen Zaccheaus, Shy Smith, Noah Brown, and... Eric Azucanama, Azucanama, I don't know, a whole lot of nothing on that team. Uh, At tight end, we got Kyle Bitts, uh, Michael Mayer, Juwan Johnson, Noah Fant, and uh, starting tight end, Adam Troutman. And then we got uh, 224 firsts and then uh, a slew of seconds in the next couple of years. Uh, overall uh, this team is uh, pretty top heavy on a couple spots and then very weak elsewhere Uh, the big problem is it's kind of an aging uh, receiver core uh, for some of the top players not that they're old old but they are getting some of them are getting old some of them are getting very old Uh, this is definitely another rebuild team he's probably looking to sell some more pieces he's not really settled on QB with uh, Bryce Young Desmond Ritter Uh, But he's hoping at least Desmond Ritter shows something Uh, My guess is as soon as Jacoby Brissett takes over for Sam Howell He'll be trying to sell Jacoby Brissett for anything he can Um, At running back he doesn't have a lot of sells really I would want to move off Travis Etienne if it was him But I think he does believe in Travis Etienne So I don't think that's... uh, quite a possibility and then at receiver uh he's got a lot of hard luck with Jamison Williams but uh he does have the potential of Quinton Johnson uh the resurgence of uh Jalen Hyatt as in I didn't think he was much going into camp and he started off terribly but he's been doing better uh maybe Gabe Davis rehabs his image too but basically if it was me uh, as soon as Gabe Davis shows anything Calvin Ridley, Ridley shows he's a superstar and marquise brown gets back kyler murray i'd probably be looking to unload those guys Uh, those are ones he could get unloaded for and just uh get some more draft picks from the people making playoff pushes uh the funny thing is is with this receiver room and having patrick mahomes and especially if uh kyle pitts actually does well this year there is a chance he could sneak into the playoff picture which would absolutely hurt him So if it was me, I would probably sell him now. But as of right now, he is the number 7 team on the list. Next up, we have our defending champion, Cohen 2.0, with quite possibly the most fragile team of all time. At quarterback, he has Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford, and nobody else worth noting and this time it's not a joke because he literally only has two quarterbacks that is scary and one of them doesn't even have a back I don't think at running back we have the starting running back Jonathan Taylor Nick Chubb Najee Harris the starting running back Josh Jacobs the starting running back Brian Robinson uh the third down back Jerick McKinnon The second down back, Damian Harris? I mean, there are so many question marks outside of Nick Chubb, Najee Harris. Uh, I do think Josh Jacobs plays this year. Um, I know Brian Robinson is, but I don't think he's going to be that really helpful. But uh, the big question is Jonathan Taylor, actually. That would really hurt his chances at a repeat if he could not be uh, playing with the dynamic four running backs that he has. Uh, It starts thinning him out a little bit. Uh, especially with how thin his receiver room is At the top he's got CeeDee Lamb and Tyreek Hill Which are two huge, huge assets But then his third receiver is Christian Kirk That's right third best. The guy who won the championship last year third best receiver is Christian Kirk Oh but don't worry, he's got Michael Gallup He's got Chase Claypool Allen Robinson MVS And Kayshawn Booty And a whole bunch of nothing after that uh but of course this is part of the reason he won it travis kelsey dawson knox and a whole bunch of nothing and then he's pretty empty on picks only having two over the next two years two three uh he's got a couple more but nothing in the second round or earlier uh so this might be his view is like i need to go for the two pete But honestly, with how fragile everything is, I think I would probably actually sell. Um, You can get Chubb for a premium sold right now. I'd probably get as much as I could for him. Uh, I'd get as much as I could for Tyreek because he's only got two more years on that window. And I'd get as much as I could for Travis Kelsey. He's got a bunch of guys that if he wants to push now, he can push now and he has a chance of winning just because he has such high-end assets but it's all assuming that Deshaun Watson and Stafford work out as the QBs this year Um, it's a little too fragile for me I would probably do what exactly I did when I felt like I was a little uh, too old and start selling right after the championship pretty much Uh, but that would be me as of right now he's ranked six but of course he's a top uh, probably top four contender in the league just with his assets uh, but it's paper thin without any depth, really. And he is literally going to be starting like Chase Claypool and Michael Gallup all year long. Next up, we have Nighthawk Brian's team at quarterback. He's got the tandem of Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, with the backup of Russell Wilson. After that, people aren't even either in the league or they're useless. At running back, we got DeAndre Swift, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Alexander Madison, Samir White, Jamal Williams, Leonard Fournette, Chase Edmonds, Jerome Ford, and then no one else that really matters. At wide receiver, we have Amon Ross St. Brown, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, Rashid Shahid, Jacoby Myers, Alan Lazard, Trey Palmer, and Tyler Boyd. Uh I don't really care about Josh Palmer and Calvin Austin, but I will say I'm actually uh, thinking KJ Osborne is going to be somewhat useful this year. Uh, and then at tight end, we got TJ Hawkinson, George Kittle, Luke Schoonmaker, uh Gerald Everett, Hunter Long, and that's about it. Uh, and then he still has uh, relatively decent picks in a couple of years, although his 23 picks are pretty much—I mean, sorry, 24 picks are pretty much uh, non-existent as he only has a fourth and a fifth. Uh, it's definitely someone looking to win now too uh, It's going to be a little difficult though Through moves over the offseason uh, His res- running back room has gotten significantly weaker uh, We don't know what the deal is with DeAndre Swift We don't know how much work Dalvin Cook's going to get as a Jet uh, We don't know if Joe Mixon's going to get ran into the ground Although I think he will we don't know if Kareem Hunt's going to get brought in uh, to spell Alexander Madison, ended up screwing up his value. We don't know if Josh Jacobs is going to play and sink any chance Samir White contributes. And we don't know how much Jamal Williams will contribute. It's just like a little rough there. Um, between that and the fact that uh, half of his, uh, or the majority of his receiver room is old as F. Uh, I mean outside of uh, Amon Ross St. Brown He doesn't really have anyone of note That isn't at least like 29 uh, Between Diggs, Adams, Evans Blah 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 Um, To me uh, This is another one that He's probably going to end up pushing uh, Some future picks from 25 and 26 out there And make a push for a win He does have the quarterback power He does have a good receiver room uh, I think he just definitely needs to buy a running back or two Maybe a receiver uh, But I, I don't see him not trying to push him to win now He would have to do a major overhaul to rebuild and sell off like half his team And I don't think he'd be willing to do that And it seems like he could probably wait another year on that push um, So good hunting on that Brian Next up we have Bosley and Jones Insurance All right, so uh, at quarterback, we got Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Jimmy Garoppolo, and no one else that matters. At running back, we got Saquon Barkley, Javante Williams, James Cook, Isaiah Pacheco, Damian Pierce, the aforementioned Kareem Hunt, and then pretty much no one that matters. At receiver, we have the newly traded for Justin Jefferson, Jerry Judy, Alec Pierce, Hunter Renfro, Nico Collins Tyquan Thornton Jalen Tolbert and no one else that really matters at tight end we have Hunter Henry Zach Ertz Trey McBride Jelani Woods uh quarterback Taysom Hill Foster Moreau and no one that matters and then uh some picks in the future nothing crazy uh pretty much just what you came with with a couple extra mid-round picks uh, so this is the number four team right now and as you can guess it's basically because it's super top heavy with two of the four best quarterbacks in the league probably maybe five best if you want to swing it that way but there's no denying how good Josh Allen and Justin Herbert are especially with the, the uh, assumption that Herbert's going to take a step back towards rookie year, maybe even surpass it. Uh, Saquon's gonna play for another contract, so he's gonna ball out. Javante appears healthy. James Cook appears to be ready to work. I am skeptical Isaiah Pacheco. He's still in non-contact. I think this might actually be a problem for him, and it'll be a true committee out there. But don't worry, because Damian Pierce is gonna carry a load to help him out there. Uh, like the like tan- the combo of Jefferson and Judy, but outside of that, I don't think there's a single reliable... Receiver on his team, and not a very useful tight end between Henry and Ertz and McBride. Although he does have Arizona market cornered, um, when you got those quarterbacks and running backs, I think it's always win now. If I was him, I would be targeting the uh, the Tyreek Hill types, the the Calvin Ridley's. I'd, I'd be looking to move his future first and make a real push at, uh, at trying to win now. He also has the superpower of getting each team he plays against to play their absolute worst. How he made it to the finals last year before his superpowers finally uh, weighed, got got a little too thin. But uh, overall, uh, some good pieces here. Uh, he just either needs to hold tight not do great this year and uh, draft well next year on receivers or make some trades from receivers now, which is what I would actually look to do and get the guys that aren't quite proven but likely to step up again like uh, like um, sorry, brain fart over here. the uh, Gabe Davis's and Calvin Ridley is basically like he could be uh, Chris's best friend this season and make some trades and make that happen. Uh, Next up, believe it or not, at the three rank of overall, uh, dynasty value, is yours truly liver-spotted hands. At quarterback, I have Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Jordan Love, I don't want to say Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson, and Aiden O'Connell. At running back, I have Devon H. Hain, Alvin Kamara, Khalil Herbert, Antonio Gibson, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Deontay Foreman and Kyron Williams At receiver I have Devonta Smith T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, Debo Samuel Deontay Johnson, Amara Cooper, Cortland Sutton Marvin Mims, Cedric Tillman, Juju Smith-Schuster Michael Wilson, Devonte Parker uh, R.I.P. Tim Patrick He's probably gone off my team uh, Marvin Jones A couple of nobodies that might contribute in the future Or spot starts at tight end, I have Mike Gesicki, Darnell Washington, Tucker Craft. Uh, buckle up, this might take a while. Daniel Bellinger, Kate Otten, Isaiah Likely, Tyler Higbee, Hayden Hurst, Harrison Bryant, Brevin Jordan, Donald Parham, Durham Smythe, and Cameron Lott, too. And then a slew of firsts over the next couple of years. I have, uh, I believe, five in the next two years, and no one's really traded 26 picks yet. Uh, Overall I like my team This is a uh, a forced rebuild this year I probably didn't need to rebuild But I decided to Last season when I uh, Abused our finally rectified uh, trade No trade deadline rule uh, And basically sold players In the playoffs to help people uh, Win or lose Playoff games Uh, So basically I ended up with an entirely new Quarterback room, receiver room And uh pretty depleted running back room so uh quarterback wise there is some question marks on my team obviously we don't know what Jordan Love is we don't know if Kyler Murray is going to come back and be his old self or if he's going to be what we saw a little bit more last year uh we don't know what Devon is we don't know how much Alvin Kamara has we don't know how much Herbert's going to run we don't know how much Gibson's going to be in Washington's new look offense uh can Clyde Edwards Hilaire get some uh some uh, value back I mean there's a lot of question marks In my quarterback and my running back rooms uh, My wide receiver rooms. is a little bit more Of a, a redemption tour uh, T. Higgins needs to stop getting injured And he's great Devonta Smith is great Michael Pittman's great But it has quarterback issues And it was apparent last year Debo had a down season Can he bounce back? Deontay had a down season with touchdowns Can he bounce back? Amari's great but getting old Quentin Sutton was terrible Can he bounce back? Like there's just so many question marks on this team But so much potential Uh, This team could easily end up turning into Like the number 6 or 7 team Or with a couple of quick moves I could be atop the heap again Uh it, it really is kind of like a weird no man's land. Uh, the reason it's so, what, what I like so much more than like the teams before who have a little bit more settled running backs and quarterbacks is the fact that aside from all these pieces that can turn out, um, those teams don't really have depth. Uh, I've noticed that uh, the two teams I'm going to talk about next One of them's always cultivated depth along with me, and then the new owner has somehow cultivated a mass amount of depth, uh, including exploiting some uh, very naive owners in moments of weaknesses because of that, which dominated into other weaknesses. Uh, But anyways, uh, something that lacks in most of the league depth is apparent in the top three teams, and that's why I'm here. Uh, granted like I said it's kind of I'm kind of the wild card of the league I could fall apart in any moment If I draft poorly Or some of the higher end people Just don't get it back to like What they were I mean what if Lamar sucks What if Kyler sucks What if Jordan Love has been a waste What if Zach Wilson can't get it back After learning from Aaron Rodgers uh, So much uncertainty I, I, I'm really happy that everyone feels for me And uh and uh, they understand my pain. But uh, we're going to get through this, and we're going to be okay. Uh, next up is probably the uh, the most turnover-prone team as far as, like, trades ever. Uh, the only trade he can never seem to get is quality, quality youth at quarterback, which always keeps him as the bridesmaid and never the bride. That's right. I'm talking about John Brown, hind parts, Clayton, the uh, worst commissioner on earth, total dictator. Uh, I mean, there's just so much you could say about the guy. But uh, the one thing you can't deny is his ability to build out great running back and receiver rooms while being mediocre at quarterback and tight end. That's right. So at quarterback, we have Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> I always call him Tugla Viola, but it's an A. It's a tag of Viola? I don't know. Kirk Cousins, uh, White. G- I mean, New Jesus, Vikings Jesus, uh, Derek Carr, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and Skylar Thompson. I right, have running back, we have B. John Robinson, Christian McCaffrey, J.K. Dobbins, Ramondre Stevenson, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, uh, Michael Carter, Raheem Mostert, Evan Hall, Chase Brown, Zach Evans, and then the other two don't matter. At receiver, we have AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, Chris Alave, DJ Moore, Jahan Dotson, Christian Watson, Brandon Ayuk, Zay Flowers, Tyler Lockett, Rishi Rice, Van Jefferson, Romeo Dubs, Wandale Robinson, DJ Chark, Paris Campbell, and I guess we'll mention Justin Ross it was pretty impressive that i got through most of his receiver list uh he might have actually fixed his tight end room we'll see with dalton kincaid and then he also has greg dolcich Pratt firemuth cole komet Chigazim, okonkwo uh irv smith and who cares and then a bunch of seconds and not a first until 26. all right so the big elephant in the room is to his health Kirk Cousins' uh, parent exit from the Vikings next year maybe, Uh, Derek Carr's mediocrity, Trey Lance's terribleness, Sam Darnold's terribleness. It's an ugly quarterback room. Uh, Funny enough, though, he does have two quarterbacks that'll probably get him around QB 10-11 range, and uh, quarterback can get him like QB 18, 17, something like that. Uh, running back, he obviously has some of the best weapons in the game. Bijan, McCaffrey. Uh, Dobbins could be great if he ever figures out health. Ramondre, a uh, little bit of blow with Zeke, but still great for the season. Aaron Jones, one last ride, probably great for the season. Uh, A.J. Dillon, eh. everyone else is like, eh, or potential of like long shots with like Evan Hall and Chase Brown. Raheem Mostert for two games uh, at receiver another great star-studded cast. Uh, he did trade away Justin Jefferson, but with that he got DJ Moore and uh Bijan Robinson pretty much. So, but we got AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, DJ Moore, Jahan Dotson's probably going to be something uh, great this year. Christian Watson's probably going to be great this year. I mean, this is just a star-studded cast. Ayuk's kind of a question mark, but could be... Zay Flowers' question mark, but could be Lockett's probably got one more great season in him. I mean, like, a lot of... Even the guys that you don't know about, they have a lot of potential here. Um, and then he's hopeful. He's probably not going to get a ton of contribution out of Dalton Kincaid. And I think the rest of his tight end room is mediocre. Uh, Chig got kind of a help if Traylon Burks continues to get hurt this year. He might actually be useful. But we know what Cole Komet is. Uh, Pat's Fryermuth's good, but like I think Darnell Washington is going to hurt him in the red zone so bad that he won't want to play him. Uh, Greg Dulcich is a backup tight end all of a sudden now and a joker. I mean, this team has so much potential, but it's basically uh, they're going to outscore you at the running back and receiver positions. And uh, I mean, he's probably going to end up in second place again, maybe third place, but not win a championship. Because the leader in the clubhouse this year, uh, for me, not just at, um, I don't know if he's 100% the best chance to win. But this is the overall best team to me by a long shot. And that is Waffle House Index. Uh, Through some fleecing this season. Basically uh, tricking Ryan into not understanding dynasty value and trading back from the 104 to the 106. And then turning his better pick at 102 into uh, still a QB because of that trick of the 106. But, I mean, he sold off a bunch of people. He had four picks early on, ended up using two of them or something. He's got so many firsts coming up, too. Like, it is insane. He is—this team is dominant now, but I think after—let's look at the 25 season with the 24 draft that happened— He is just going to be a force to be reckoned with So let's get into it We got Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, CJ Stroud, Brock Purdy, Sam Howell, and Malik Willis So you got five starters on this team No other team has five starters Trevor Lawrence is, I mean, going to be the truth Justin Fields is probably going to be the truth Uh, The rest is question marks, but he's got so much draft asset that he is going to be able to reload next year anyways. Uh, Running back's his big uh, hurdle as far as this season. Uh, He's got Brees Hall, who just took a hit with Dalvin Cook, Tony Pollard, Tajay Spears, which projects to be more of a future thing, Um, Israel Banikanda, Dwayne McBride, Kenny McIntosh, Ty Chandler, DJ Dallas... And a whole bunch of nothing Um uh, I mean granted He could get it done with Brees Hall And me Pollard But my guess is I would probably be sending Um uh, Probably some seconds For a James Conner-esque kind of player Or something like that Uh but on one of the worst teams Obviously he might uh end up Targeting like Ryan's running backs would be a good one Or uh If uh if mike decides to uh ga dogs for life decides to actually do a rebuild instead of going after it he could probably get some guys from that as well uh receiver a great cast he's got jamar chase jalen waddle jackson smith and jigbo dk metcalf jordan addison traylon burks elijah moore odell beckett uh jaden reed darius slayton and a whole bunch of nobodies i mean it's pretty top heavy uh, I think DK Metcalf's going to be great this year. Jackson Smith's more of a next year projection guy. Addison's maybe going to be good, but to me is more of a next year. Traylon was going to be great, but injury and uh, De- DeAndre Hopkins is more of a next year guy. Elijah Mar- uh, Moore could be good. Odell could be good this year. Um, honestly, as much as I like this team. It's probably not competing for the championship this year, and he's probably going to just work on building for next year just a juggernaut. So he's actually not my likely to win it, even though this is by far my favorite team, just with all the weapons and loaded. Um, At tight end, he's got Mark Andrews, one of the better tight ends in the league, Luke Musgrave, Evan Ingram, Charlie Kohler, who I also dropped, Uh, Zach Koontz, and then a ton of firsts. He's got three and 24. He's got one and then one and 25. Basically, 24 is going to be him rebuilding. I expect this to be the champion in 25, assuming uh, everyone performs at peak because he will get probably another quarterback, another receiver, and a running back next year. Um, So by far, best team to me, but definitely not going to win it now. Uh, the most likely to win is probably Clay's team, but we know who Clay is and what he can't do. So if I had to guess this year, the winner of the league will end up being hmm, GA Dogs for Life. They're going to run that team into the ground. He's going to be useless for years to come, but he will have a championship. Uh, and that concludes today's episode. I'm glad you listened to my leak breakdown. Hope you took notes and maybe uh, start deciding some trade targets based on this amazing information. And uh, I just want to thank the commissioner personally for allowing me to pick up Aiden O'Connell today this morning. All right. Well, you all have a wonderful day and can't wait to get back with you for the week one preview. And remember... Goonies Never Say Die.